Welcome to Live in the Life, a podcast that inspires and educates everyday people to take action and choose to live the life of their dreams. Hey guys, I'm Kathleen Holt. And I am Marissa Hammond. We're just a normal couple that believes a life worth living is one rooted in health, fun, love, and abundance. I'm Marissa, a life coach who's been in the health and wellness industry for over eight years. I'm fascinated by the human being, our bodies, minds, and emotions, and how it all works. My passion is just being me and helping others fully love and embody their true selves. I'm Kathleen, a personal trainer that has coached thousands of clients towards a body and healthy lifestyle that they are really proud of. I love lifting heavy weights, enjoying a good outdoor hike, or just playing around and goofing off. We've made it our mission to cut through the noise to give you proven tips and tricks that actually work. Each week, we will share with you our real experiences and the shifts that we've made to create the life that we have today. So whether you're just starting out on this journey or you've been up-leveling yourself for a while, we promise you'll find practical tools and knowledge to help you make the changes you've always wanted. Together, let's all let go of the old versions of ourselves and finally get to a place where we can honestly say, I'm I'm living the the life. Welcome to another episode of Living the Life. Kathleen loves to say it like that every single time, so it's so fun. So I'm Marissa. And I'm Kathleen. We figured it would probably be easier to tell you our names so we can match a name and a voice to each other as we start to go through these. Mm-hmm. I could talk in an accent. Yeah, one, one of these days we should just do an accent episode and see what happens. Oh God, I'm terrible at accents. Yeah, be kind of entertaining though. Um, we were out on our walk the other day. We do walks every morning. And we were talking about, we were reflecting back on our 2022 goals because it is now the last day of February and we're two months in and it's just pretty crazy how without putting awareness and attention on who we want to be and the life we want to live and the actions and habits we want to build, like even if you have these amazing intentions at the beginning of the year, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's end of February and how many things have I literally just forgotten about or have just kind of not happened because I haven't put certain intention towards them. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I find it so funny that there's this one day of the year where we're like, all right, we're going to sit down, we're going to goal set. And then how many people actually look back on, I don't know, the the list that they made of things that they want to do in this upcoming year. I think there's probably a lot of people that forget what's even on that list. They haven't looked back on it. And it's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a very, very big amount of people that set an intention or that have set an intention for 2022. And now that we're two months into the year, probably have completely left those things things aside and haven't really focused on them. Mm -hmm. It's also pretty crazy because, because human beings... We all have these goals and these dreams and these things that we want to do and create. And yet there's times where we literally spend 5, 10, 15 years saying we still want the same things and yet not making any headway or working towards them anyway. But we're still saying like, I still want it, but then we never actually get there. So it's just so interesting. It's like, well, like, how do we, how do we actually make this thing happen? And I know when we were out on our walk, we were just talking about like, okay, like what is something which is like super important like because we know that this is going to be one of the first episodes you guys are listening to other than the intro. And we're like, like, what is something so important and so helpful that we could share with people? And we were just talking about like, it all really comes down to your habits mm-hmm. because 90, like 95% of our life basically 
is programmed. It all goes down to what's ever running underneath the surface. And so if the habits, if the actual actions we take on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis are not ones that are set up to help support who we want to be and how we want to live, then no wonder we spend years upon years not reaching our goals and still trying to want the same things again and again because it's we're just in this place of literally not being wired or set up to be able to reach our goals. And and listen, like people usually make goals when they're motivated, right? They're excited, they're motivated, they're like, all right, I'm going to do this thing. And motivation is going to dissipate. Motivation isn't always going to be there. Things are going to come up in life. You know, you're going to have really crazy projects at work. The kids are all going to get sick at once. Um, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe yourself, you're going to get sick, but there's going to be things that come up in life and motivation is going to kind of fall to the wayside. And then what's going to be there to support you? It's going to be your habits. Those are going to be the things that you're going to be able to fall back on and say, yeah, no matter what, every day, regardless of what's going on, I know that I do this in the morning, this before I go to bed, and and those are the cornerstones for you. Yeah, it's, it's so important. It makes such a difference. And like Kathleen said, especially if you're someone who has other people or other projects or other things riding on you being able to show up and perform, like it's exhausting if all your effort all the time is going into trying to make sure you can actually show up and do the thing if you can just make it a habit to do the things that help give you energy and make it habits to not do the things that then suck your energy like life gets so much easier and we don't have kids right we've got a dog which is not the same thing at all (laughs) right like she takes us on walks we don't have to take care of her in that sense but it's like I have my my mental health sometimes that just absolutely tanks. And if I didn't have certain habits in place, I can guarantee that it would take me way longer to get back out of some of my my deep holes I end up in. Just because like if I didn't have the ability to still show up at the gym, to still drink my water, to still shower, all these things when you have zero motivation or zero desire to do anything, like I would just stay in these slumps for so much longer. So it's also saying that having amazing habits is not going to fix everything. Your kids are still going to be a pain in the ass sometimes. You're still (laughs) going to have projects at work, things that get overwhelming, or you're still going to have these times where you just like don't enjoy life or it's just not fun or it's, it's not, yeah, it just doesn't flow, but it doesn't mean it's going to last forever. And it'll be way easier for you to get back to this place where you actually feel like yourself and you're actually doing the things you love. Mm -hmm. So you guys are probably wondering, how do I create habits that are lasting? How, how do I build these, these fundamental building blocks in my life that I'll be able to fall back on? I was reading this really cool book. Maybe you guys have heard of it. It's pretty popular. Um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. And I know that Marissa and I work with so many different clients with so many varying goals and they're a lot of the times really high performing people who you know have a family life, they're building a business, they have so many balls in the air and they need things and tools that are really going to help them excel and be them be their best selves but aren't going to take up too much time. And so when I was reading these strategies, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is literally what we do with our clients. 
but it's laid out very easy in the book. So then I thought, hey, okay, let's let's talk about it with you guys. Let's let you guys know what that what that uh, process is. So number one, just jump into it. The number one thing to know about habits is that, like Marissa said, and like she says all the time, so much of what we do is unconscious, right? What's the number? It's well, like there's a whole bunch of different numbers for it, but uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza says that by the time you're 35 years old, 95% of your life is all run unconsciously, which is crazy. That's, I mean, can be a really good thing because then you don't need to make very much, very many decisions throughout the day. But I mean, if they're habits that aren't serving you, then maybe it's not a very good thing. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that comes up when you have a habit that's built what you want to know is there's a cue then there is a craving then there's a response and then there's a reward so here's an example of maybe a negative habit that comes up that I talk about a lot with my clients and that I've used on myself as well so you open up the pantry and you see a bag of chips and your cue is, mm, look at that bag of chips. No, so, that's, that's the cue is seeing the bag of chips. Yeah. The craving yeah, is exactly. the bag of chips. Yep. <laughs> Don't you worry, babe. I'm getting there. Okay. So the cue is you see the bag of chips, which is a super yummy bag of chips. And then that craving comes up and you're like, oh yeah, that. I want that bag of chips. Even if you didn't want it before, the craving is now, I want that bag of chips. And then the response is to open up that bag of chips and eat it. And the reward is, wow, that tasted really good. Mm -hmm. And so now that becomes an unconscious thing that every time you open the pantry, you see those tasty things right out in front of you and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And that, that cycle goes and goes and goes. And so something very simple that I'll tell my clients and I'll use with myself is that I just won't keep those things in the house or I'll tell them to not keep those things in the house. And if they really, really want that bag of chips or that thing of ice cream, then they can go out to the store and get it. But usually that's enough time for us to sit down and ask ourselves, okay, do I actually want this bag of chips or this ice cream? And typically we'll say, no, actually I really don't want it. I was just bored or tired or overwhelmed or whatever else it was. And so that's a really good way to take the cue out of it, of the bag of chips sitting in the pantry, and just not keep it in the house so you don't have that thing pulling you. I think it's really important to highlight too that I think a lot of people think, just based off of what we've been told by clients in the past, that it's just easy for us and that we just don't have these cravings and that we just, we're like, oh, of course you just don't eat it. Like that we find working out easy and that we find not doing not doing crazy late nights or that we find not eating certain foods easy. It's not like we literally right now, as we're speaking, we have all of our granola bars that we use for when we go on trail hikes or as little snacks. We keep them in the garage. We literally keep them in the garage behind like toolboxes and, and our, our sparkling water literally. So that way we never see them and we don't think about them until we actually need them because otherwise, and we've tried this, like guys, the amount of times we've had boxes of protein bars in the house. And then after a few days, Kathleen's like, where's the protein bars gone? And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I ate them. She's like, all of them. I'm like, yes, all of them. Just because that's like, that's how we're designed. <laughs> we're designed to see something yummy 
give me pleasure now, give me energy now. Like that's one of our big basic things that we've been wired for as human beings is eat the yummy things, get the energy from that. So especially when it comes to to food things, excuse me, it's so important to just make your life easier by just saying, all right, like how can you set yourself up to then remove the things that then tend to be, uh, I don't want to use the word negative, that tend to be unhelpful Mm -hmm. for you being who you want to be. It's not that something is good or bad. There's no good food or bad food. There's no good screen time or bad screen time or good habits or bad habits. They're all just either helpful for you and helping you be more of who you want to be and reaching your goals, or they're unhelpful for you in the sense that they take away. And that's it. Yeah. So to summarize that, if you have a habit that's unhelpful to you, then I would suggest finding a way to take that cue away. If it's food, you know, put it somewhere that's unnoticeable in the house, put it in the back of the pantry, keep it not in the house. Um, And then let's talk about building a good habit. I was just talking to a new client actually last night and her first step is going to be starting to go outside for walks. Super, super basic. Get herself outside for a walk every single day. And so I needed to create a new cue for her to know to go outside for a walk because she just told me, all right, I'm going to go for a walk every day, but it wasn't specific enough. So I became annoyingly specific with her. (laughs) Like Kathleen's so annoying when it comes to this. I'm like, oh my gosh, but it's so good. It, It works, guys. It works. Yeah. And so because I know that if, if she said that, all right, I'm going to go for a walk every day. Again, the kids are going to come home from school and they're going to want her attention or something's going to come up in work or, um, someone's going to text her on her phone. There's going to be so many distractions that come up. So I told her, all right, you're going to open up your calendar. You're going to tell me what time you're going to go for a walk. She said 12 PM every day. All right. So 12 PM every day, you're going to put that into your work calendar. That is a non-negotiable time slot that you're not allowed to take away. All right, now I'm going to get you to put your sneakers right at the front door so you see them. All right, now at 11.55, I'm going to get you to put an alarm on your phone that's going to go off. So you can see there's like so many things that are going to remind her, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. And she won't need those forever. But for now, because it's not a habit, she needs those reminders. You need to make it like foolproof on yourself. So she knows every day for a walk at 12 p.m. It's in her schedule. It's on her phone. It's going to go off. Her shoes are right there. And yeah, so that's what I would suggest that you do. Make it very, very obvious for yourself and have it set out with all the details that you know when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, how you're going to do it. Yeah, and your your body and your brain are set up that they're going to love doing the things that feel good. You're going to start to when you're going to start to literally get cravings to work out or to eat certain healthy foods or to get your rest or to have real conversations or to spend time with your kids. All these things that are so helpful for you being who you want to be like your body and your brain are going to get wired to literally get these happy, healthy highs off of doing these things. So like it's going to be hard at the beginning for sure because it's something new and unfamiliar. But once you start getting into it, it's going to feel so, so, so good. Yeah, it's true. And and as a, as a last thing that I want to leave you guys with, something that I didn't 
put together as a trainer at first when I was working with clients, but over the years I've really noticed is so important is that when you're building your habits, you need to know who that person is, who your ideal person is that you want to be, and you have to embody that person. So for example, if you are looking to be your healthiest self, instead of saying, okay, I'm not my healthiest self right now, I'm overweight, I'm, uh, I'm low energy, I feel like crap, my, my joints are achy, and I want to become the person that you know goes out for walks and lifts and eats good food. Instead of saying that and putting yourself below that ideal person, Act as if you're already that ideal person. So put yourself in that headspace, whether it's through meditation or journaling about that ideal person. And then what would that ideal person do on a daily basis? They would go outside for the walks. They would do the workouts. They would eat healthy food. So instead of trying to get to that person, just imagine yourself as already being that person. And then you'll take the actions that that person takes. It all comes back to that. It all comes back to like being the person. And then from there, you'll be doing the things that that person would do. And then from there, you'll end up having the things that that person would have. It's not the other way around. You don't be like, oh, I want to have this thing and then I'll do this thing and then I'll be that person. No, no, no. It starts with being the person that then leads to doing the things that then leads to having the results. And I think I also want to just highlight before, like we just only today really talked about the cue. And about how you can either remove the cue or how you can either add in a cue. But I think it's also important to highlight the response because there's certain things, especially with a lot of clients who I work with, it's the cues that you're dealing with when it comes to negative things. Those are things that are not within your control. Sometimes literally just seeing your spouse or seeing your kid is the cue, (laughs) right? Which will then trigger something and bring up something in you. And you can't just chuck your partner or your kids out the back door and then just say, I'm just not going to look at them. And then that's going to be like, that's not the answer. I mean, so (laughs) (laughs) Kathleen's giving Kathleen horrible ideas, guys. Um, (laughs) But like, so also realizing like you can also though change the response. So start to notice when you get certain cravings, changing the response and how you respond to things and find, even if it's something which is maybe a negative cue, and brings up something super uncomfortable, then how can you change the response to be a healthy or a helpful response that then gives you a healthy or helpful reward rather than something else which just temporarily fixes it or just numbs the pain of whatever that cue is that's brought up. Mm-hmm. So, and we won't get into that today, but you can you can definitely do some of your own research on this and kind of look and see like, okay, like how can I actually change habits? Because there's so much information out there. Kathleen mentioned James Clear. Um, who wrote the book Atomic Habits. Like if you go and you look at his stuff, like there's so much amazing stuff there. There's so much information out there. So if you do a little bit more look into this, it'll definitely help you set it up. But it really all comes back to this, guys. Like figure out, like Kathleen said, who do you want to be? And then what are the things that that person would do? And then make those things your habits. Because the same way that we've got ourselves set up to brush our teeth, and that's a habit that just things happen unconsciously, we now are all people hopefully, who have healthy healthy teeth, which is helpful for who we want to be. But the same thing goes for like working out and sleeping well and having deep, real conversations and connecting with your people. Like those things are also just as necessary as brushing your teeth. So also becoming really aware of like, who do you want to be? What are those things that are absolutely necessary? These are not luxuries. Brushing Mm -hmm. your teeth isn't a luxury. It's a basic thing that's required to take care of your human body. 
drinking yeah. water, eating good food, connecting with good people, really taking time for yourself, being out in nature. These things aren't luxuries, but they've kind of become that in today's day and age. But if you really want to get to a place where you actually feel like you're living the best life and you really feel totally connected to yourself, you're going to have to start to realize like, oh, these basic things, these are the things that I got to make my habits. And from there, like I said, everything else will flow and feel easy. Yeah. And, and Marissa mentioned the brushing teeth, which is, which is a funny thing. It made me think that not always, not, not all the habits that we make are necessarily going to be super exciting or fun right Mm -hmm. I think that so many people when they're when they're building these habits they're like oh but that's that's kind of like that's boring or that's no fun for me sometimes you're not going to feel like working out maybe it's like oh okay I've done this exercise for the last few weeks I don't really feel like going to the gym again but it's about that consistency there's nothing sexy about brushing your teeth (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, look at my teeth mm. sometimes I try to look in the mirror and give Marissa a little wink wink but really no, it's not sexy at all it's so, not. but we do it because we know that it gives us nice clean teeth and you know it's, I would rather do the hard work quote unquote hard work of brushing my teeth every morning and evening rather than having gingivitis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's it. And it's, I love uh, Mark Manson's quote of choose your flavor of shit sandwich. It's like, it's going to be hard one way or another, guys. It's going to be hard to put the work in now and build these habits, but it's also going to be so much harder five, 10 years down the road when you still have not reached your goals, when you still are dealing with unhealthy relationships or when you still have lack of self-confidence or when you still are struggling to figure out how to make the money or manage your finances, or you're still trying to figure out your physical or mental health. Like that is going to be so much more painful and so much more uncomfortable than taking the effort now and applying it. And it is going to be work. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be work. But then once you've built these habits and once they're in place, it's going to be so much easier. All right, guys. So you know what to do. Write down the habits that you're wanting to create. Use the tools that we gave you and embody that ideal self. Mm -hmm. Like Kathleen said, right now, pick that one habit and figure out what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, where you're going to do it, schedule, and then make it happen. We're rooting for you. Have a good one. Go live that life. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you got tons of value from this episode. If you did, we would love it if you tagged us on Instagram with your biggest takeaway so we can celebrate this journey with you. Our handles are at marissa.hammond and at kathleen.holt underscore. We totally get that it's not always easy. So please know that we're so proud of all the work you're doing and how you're choosing to show up for yourself. If you'd like to dive deeper, check out our websites listed below in the show notes for more free resources and tools. Until next time, keep living the life.